Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It may be a good thing that we don't have 7-Elevens around here, considering the element that well, we hear about them attracting frequently, or perhaps it's just that it's Florida. The arrest record for 40-year-old Brian Duffy shows he entered the 7-Eleven in Pinellas Park around 9 a.m. a few days back and walked out after leaving a big mess. Police arrived after he was gone, but were standing in the store the next day gathering additional information about the crime when he walked back in and the clerk on duty pointed and said, hey, that's the guy right there. <laughs> store surveillance video later showed duffy arguing with that same clerk on his first trip in and then he slapped at a drink the clerk was holding and spilling it all over her he later explained to police he remembers arguing over the price of the drink but doesn't remember getting physical he's been charged with battery by slurpee <laughs> wouldn't you think cliff if you had done something like that and the next time you showed up, there were police there. He might just want to turn around and pretend right. like you I'm forgot not... your keys. Oh, i got to go back to my car. Because surely there was a police car in the parking lot. I would think so. <laughs> and an officer in a uniform standing inside there. He might want to turn around and leave. This, um, I'll be back later. There's Down in that area, there's a 7-Eleven literally on every other corner. He just went down the street. You know, they should have, Cliff. Yeah. As punishment, made him eat one of those hot dogs that's been rolling around for days and days in there. <laughs> or weeks or months. And weeks or months, yes. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Every morning I walk into the control room and I see it dangling there in the air. And I think <laughs> to myself, Cliff, yeah. how can a harmless thing like a microphone cause so much trouble here on this program? <laughs> it's not really the microphone. It's the things that are said into the microphone. So I can't blame the uh, hardware. No. Oh. No. No, it it's um it's the stuff you say that causes all the trouble. Yes. By the way, that State Road 64 construction, you know that we all waited on forever and a day. Oh yes. We drove on that Saturday. They pulled the barricades back. Boy is that smooth. That's a nice section of road. We should start a pool on how long that'll stay a nice, smooth <laughs> section of road. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm saying November the 11th. You think so? There will be a one pothole by November the 11th on there, Cliff. <laughs> you might be right. I think so. Weed officials at the University of Missouri are, in the coming days, welcoming students to campus for the fall semester. It will, of course, be the first time that many people have been on campus in Columbia in a good while. And like every other school, COVID-19 will make the landscape of education a bit different. Once everyone is checked in, there'll be about 14,000 staff members and about 30,000 students there. And while school officials could have issued coronavirus tests for every person at the front door, well, that's a lot of nose jabbing. So they decided to use a method recommended by the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Instead of testing for coronavirus on the front end, they'll all be tested at the backside by collecting samples of sewage from all of the various different residence halls and other buildings. And if positives show up, then they'll work to isolate which building has an infection and react accordingly. The scientist in charge of the program says they'll be able to find the virus early that way because, and I quote, people put it into wastewater before they think they're sick enough to go and get checked. And if you're curious how that early transmission happens, I'm not afraid to tell you. It's from pee and poop. 
although the man credited with figuring out you can find coronavirus by testing sewage does admit there's also a lot of other nasty stuff in there. I'd really get jabbed in the nose, personally. <laughs> if I'm going to get jabbed, Cliff, I want to be jabbed yeah. in the nose. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not, like, sticking a... No, they're testing sewage. I understand what you're saying, okay. but... <laughs> I mean, you made that sound like, you know, you can either get stuck in the nose or you can get stuck in the other side. But no, that's not how that works. No, that would be a bad first day of school right there. That's exactly right. <laughs> Welcome back. Here's your colonoscopy. Yes. <laughs> well, look, it's been over. North Carolina Cliff experienced yeah. their worst earthquake since the year 1916. There was an earthquake in North Carolina? The worst. Well, they had a big one in North Carolina wow. over the weekend. And there's wow. no word yet if it released any Krakens or Godzillas, but it's 2020. <laughs> so there's surely something popping out of the ground, Cliff, that's going to come say, after us. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. And speaking yeah. of that, Cliff, I know this is a little bit early, but I wanted to yeah. uh, pre-warn all of our wonderful listeners who will be okay. with us hopefully next hour. <laughs> we, we we hope they're Hopefully, here. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Remember, today, whenever we give away a prize or play a game, yep. we're going yep. to go to the phone lines and say we uh, have a loser on the phone. Because, remember, Friday, Cliff, I kept saying we had a winner. We had a winner coming up. Here and, they and are. we did not have a winner. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. today we're going to start off by saying we have a loser here on the phone, Cliff. And so don't so, take it personal. So, I was going to say don't take it personally. We're just trying to set you up to actually be a winner. That's right. We won some winners this morning. And there's no surprise to this story, Cliff, that the American Heart Association has yeah. come out mm-hmm. against pot smoking and vaping. They say they're against all smoking, and you know that, and all vaping. But they yeah. put cannabis on their list because they say that uh, with their existing research on this drug indicates that it can interfere with your prescription medicines. Okay. And can hurt and harm your heart and possibly lead to heart attacks and strokes. Okay. Counterpoint. Yeah. Willie Nelson is 87 years old. (laughs) He's had more grass in his system than a cow. Would you not agree with that, Cliff? (laughs) No, you're totally right. (laughs) You know, there's an exception to every rule, and I would have to... Yeah, there's there's anecdotal evidence and blah, 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 studies. But on the other hand, just look at the man. (laughs) Cliff? Yes? At your photography place uptown here. Yes? You've got a nice view out your window. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Do, Do those windows open... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Well, <laughs> you see, I was thinking about this year, 2020, and how disappointing yeah. it has been for all of yeah. us because there's so many things we've wanted to do and we haven't been able to. And it also canceled something that Cliff and I were working on. It was going to be huge, humongous. Okay, it was just no. me and Cliff. But we were working <laughs> on yeah. a cookout. Remember? Downtown oh, Princeton, you and that's I? That's right. That's right. We uh, we had plans, uh, which we didn't really publicly announce, because they were just plans, that we were going to go up by the gazebo and uh, grill some uh, stuff and have just people come by and just visit us and hang out with us. That's exactly right. And we yep. were going to have, um, well, one of my favorites, Cliff, it's, uh, yeah. well, it's Bratwurst from the uh, Bratwurst epicenter of southern Indiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, uh-huh. we were going to uh, call it the Weed 
And on that bratwurst, <laughs> you were going to yeah. have mustard and horseradish and onions and pickle relish and just a dab of barbecue sauce. Yeah. And that was going to be the weed. And yep. I asked you about the uh, windows at your photography studio. Yeah. Seeing as how it looks like we can't do it right now, sometime in the future, could we have this cookout and just drop the hot dogs out the windows and let people <laughs> catch them on the sidewalk? So they could just come by on the sidewalk, and we're up there, and we just basically fling a wiener at them. Yes, we'll drop a wiener at you and see if you can catch okay. it. And if you can, you can have it for free. And if not, we'd like for you to clean up the mess on the sidewalk. We That's don't right. really yeah, want to do don't that. Don't be leaving a mess on the sidewalk. Yes. There. What do you think, Cliff? I think that might actually be fun. I think that would be, too. We would yeah. wrap them up in aluminum foil and all of that yeah. good stuff, and just, you know, we would just hang out the window there, and somebody looked up and wanted a dog. Yep. We'd flip one out at you. So <laughs> we, <laughs> are we going to call this the uh, the Great Weed and Cliff Wiener Drop? I think we could, Cliff. I think that's a good name for it. <laughs> Maybe when things get a little bit better, we'll try that. How's that, That Cliff? might work, yeah. I mm -hmm. think that'd be great. Weedman, you think of things that fit into the category of hot commodity, items like gold, oil, and these days, hand sanitizer and toilet paper might come to mind. Not a lot of people, though, would think of this. Unless, of course, you're someone who works at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Researchers say they're making an effort to raise awareness about the value of this commodity in hopes that people will start collecting it. And perhaps inventors will start working on, well, some way to better collect the stuff on a large scale. It happens really without any input from humans whatsoever. The materials expected to be worth nearly half a billion dollars annually. And it is poop from seagulls, pelicans, and penguins along this nation's coastlines, something that can be used as a commercial fertilizer. Just my luck, Cliff. I don't live by any of them. You don't? <laughs> well, not seagulls. You, you, could, you could get to work on such an invention? I think I could. Yeah, with your lab coat and your safety glasses? I think I could, Cliff. <laughs> you know, maybe. Because sometimes... If you go by, like, the big lake over by the power plant, I mean, that's that's so big, sometimes you see seagulls over there. I'll have to scout that out. Yeah, yeah maybe that's that's your way in. Well, Cliff, I am shocked and amazed this morning, and that doesn't happen very often because <laughs> usually I'm not paying that much attention. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> we were talking, or you were talking, about seagulls after the 7 o'clock news. Yeah. I didn't think there were any around here within hundreds of miles. And yet we've had two listeners text in that there are seagulls over at the lake there by the power plant. Well, I knew that there were, but I had no idea how they got there. Hurricane and Hugo. It blew them there back in the 80s, and they've kind of just lived there ever since. I had no idea that there were seagulls around here. And oh now people God. are wanting me to go clean up after them. <laughs> that's right. Well, I mean, that's part of your, you know, what your invention will do. Clean up after the seagull. I think if you're the inventor, yeah, you don't need to be the scooper. You need to you need to contract <laughs> that out to somebody else that wants to be the the scooper there, Cliff. Well, I remember last fall, <laughs> the leaves on trees. I thought we were going to have a spectacular fall yeah. spectacle, and yeah. it seems like I just kept waiting and waiting, and it wasn't mm -hmm. quite there, and it was almost oh, you're almost there, and then yeah. all of a sudden it was just terrible. I'm just blah. It was just yeah. vanished. And well, now, well, now, Cliff, 
Yeah. Meteorologists are yeah. predicting an extremely early autumn for us this year. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, last week we had a couple of mornings in like the mid-50s. Yeah. And Saturday I was sitting out on the um, back patio and the maple tree, the leaves are falling off the maple tree already. <laughs> I'm telling you, Cliff, the yeah, meteorologists... They're not changing color, no, but they're just falling off. They're just yeah. falling off. The leaves yeah. will be falling faster than our ratings very soon here in the dry state. <laughs> we haven't even got to the maybe a prize, maybe punishment part of this program. And yeah. already the smack talking is going on here already? this morning. Yes. Wow. Got this voice message. Listen to this, Cliff. Okay. Good morning to you, Phil McCracken. It would appear that I'm the only one that's gotten the prize package in quite some time. Phil McCracken. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, Cliff, he's bragging because he seems to be the only winner we've had for some time. Yeah. We're going to try and solve that. We're going to let you choose on National Mm -hmm. Lazy Day because I don't want to do it. You choose the punishment What a song. perfect day for this program, It is way. perfect. It is perfect, Cliff. Well, it's a Monday, and I take most Mondays off. Because today is National Lazy Day, you get to pick out your own punishment song between the two it's, that we have selected. You know, this is like, you know, when you were a kid, and you you knew you had done something wrong, and your your father decided it was a teaching moment, and he allowed you to pick your punishment. Did it ever happen to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I usually pick the easy one. He, he overruled, but <laughs> yeah. we're not going to overrule you here. <laughs> that's right. You're going to pick between Lauren Green singing, yeah. if that's what you want to call it, Ringo, yeah, and Melanie singing, if that's what you want to call it, Brand New mm-hmm. Key. Cliff, we've got a loser on the line here. Let's get right to it, okay? All right. Here we go. Hello, who's this? Brenda Grove. Brenda? Brenda. Did we talk to you earlier this morning? Yes, and I don't want to be a loser like you just called me. Well, I don't want you to be a loser either. I'm trying to give you good luck by calling you that, and then I can call you a winner later on. How's that? Well, that'd be good. All right. Well, since we've got you back on here, Brenda, you're going to have to choose the punishment song just by the off chance you are a loser today. Do you want to hear Ringo or a brand new key? It's up to you. Ringo. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) <laughs> that is cruel. Okay, Brenda, I really hope you win now. I'm going to give you three statements. You tell me which one is the lie, okay? Okay. Number one, sawbuck is a slang term for a $10 bill. Number two, there are 10 acres in one square mile. And number three, crabs have 10 legs. Which one's the lie, Brenda? Uh, number three. Crabs have ten legs. Well, R-I-N-G-O, that's what we're going to be playing because <laughs> no. that is actually the truth, Brenda. Number two. Oh, no. Ten acres, one oh. square mile. I'm sorry you didn't win again, okay? All right. All right. Bye, Brenda. They lie in boot hills all through the West. But a spark still burns, so I use my knife. And late that night, I saved the life of Ringo. And I thought it was going to be yeah. a punishment song. Once was enough, though, i got to say. I think so, too, Cliff. <laughs> And time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Did you know, Cliff, there's a ventriloquist museum nearby? Nearby? Yes. 
I did not know it was nearby. Well, I say nearby. I mean, Cincinnati's not that far away, is it? Oh, no, no. I mean, it was like four hours, five hours to get to Cincinnati. Yes, like and this is just south of Cincinnati. Yeah. It's okay. in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. All right. It's near Walton, Kentucky. Everybody knows that place. You see, Cliff, <laughs> this started back in 1910 with a yeah. guy named William Shakespeare Berger. Okay. And he bought his first dummy, Tommy <laughs> Baloney. I'm not making that up. That's yep. his name. And by 1947, his collection had grown so big that he renovated his garage. Yep. And then in 62, he had to construct a second building. And today, Vent Haven Museum there in Kentucky displays the world's biggest collection of ventriloquist <laughs> apparatus. Over 800 apparatus. Wow. Yes, that's wow. a lot of dummies in one place. Say, I mean, and I, you'd be like going in there and someone could be talking and you're like, who's talking? <laughs> Who is it? I, I know, right. Who's one of you are talking. I would be afraid dummies. I would get in there and they wouldn't let me out. But yeah. all of that. <laughs> well, they, dummy. Yes. I've you, got it. You could yeah. take straight to the bank here on the Morning Road, Joe. Cliff, was there anything said today? I mean, really, oh, anything. Yeah. No, seriously, there was. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. We'll drop a wiener at you. <laughs> that was said. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, we, we said that. Remember. Number two. Oh, look. It's Ben Dover. <laughs> said that one, too. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right, yeah, I remember right. that. And uh, the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today if we call you a loser, don't take it personally. Yeah, I'm afraid that. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> to the same person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal now. That was brutal. Because wasn't remember, it? it really takes one to know one, doesn't it? Well, that's true. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.